going on people you're tuned into another episode of rivals on their podcast today's episode we've got a host of games obviously this is the champions league real champion spotlight you know what i'm saying episode two so you see we've got good games coming so yan let them know what games we've got for them yeah, so today we're going to start with the big one that's just finished, Newcastle. Hey, <laughs> historic return night, at man. St. James's Park. They had a, they had the crowd wild and fans historic were, night, man. They were bumping, they were pumping and yeah, they bumped. <laughs> they bumped PSG well, 4-1. They moved to PSG, man. Were wow. Then we got the um we got the City versus Leipzig game. Where City just won three one away from home, and then finally we got the Napoli. Oh, not even finally. No, sorry. <laughs> then we got the Napoli versus Real Madrid game, um, which was a three two win, I believe. It was three two, and then finally yeah. we're gonna talk about Arsenal versus Lens. What happened there? Joel's gonna give <laughs> us a little rundown from the viewpoint <laughs> of an like, Arsenal yeah. fan. The I'll talk, you know what I yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're not gonna talk. Normally we you know we'd bring up, you know, obviously United's loss as well. We wanted to do a combined, but as we said, um we don't know what the timing will be of these episodes, but we've got you know, we've got our our very own United spokesperson. We'll <laughs> we'll give him that number one spot right now, the United spokesperson, Mr yeah. Mr. Patrick, you know, he 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 yeah. gave the lay down the, the lay down, he laid down the law. Of the, um, it's going to be interesting. United, episode, yeah, the yeah. United game against Galatasaray and the one against Palace. So we don't need to talk about that. You know, you need yeah. to tune into the United special. We'll just call it for now to um, <laughs> know what happened there. So yeah, let's start off with the one we just watched now, Joel. I don't. I know. I know what happened, but at the same time, I don't know what the hell just happened. What just <laughs> happened, bro? Bro, what just happened in the Newcastle to, bro. PSG game? Bro, PSG got moved to, bro. They Newcastle came in with their dicks hanging, bro, and said, yo, you stepped into our park now, bro. Steve St. James's Park, blood. So now, let's get into the goals, man. So obviously, you see a nice, sweet little right hook from Almiron there, bottom corner. It was a nice little goal, man. But obviously... You gotta talk about how, how that ball even happened, bro. Yeah, how do we get there? Man? It looked like Marquinhos here yeah, was trying to swing the ball out here, so I think to Zay Emery, but then I think obviously it hit um Even before that, man, even before that, like I'm sorry, like the way you gotta look how the game started, like the way the yeah, game started, yeah. right? PSG they were looking to play out, but they thought I think they just thought that it was gonna be one of these you know, European games where it's very technical. Because that's how the that's how the, the these uh, Champions League games normally go. Like, they're very technical and there's time and, you know... I think it's like a that. game, but yeah. Newcastle... New, yeah. New, sorry, Newcastle just... Bro, Newcastle said, fuck this. We're not adapting to shit. We're, we're, you, we're bringing our style on how we play in the Premier League. And they yeah. just had it rocking for minute one. They yeah. were hunting them down from minute one they were running like dogs <laughs> dogs bro bro like dogs i'm seeing doberman i'm seeing longstaff uh rottweiler i'm seeing <laughs> fucking uh what's his name um gordon 
Top one dog, bro. These men are just running these men fan. down like sniffing dog, bro. These men are sniffing the hell out of PSG. Nuts. Man. Every Bam. time, every time <laughs> the ball was going, every time a PSG player was taking a bad touch, you're seeing a Newcastle player running them down. Every time bro, we went out wide, running them, them down, bro. Kolo Muani, Dembele looked shook as well. Like, I was so like, what the hell? I'm used yeah. to seeing these like blazing the the opposition. It's just, Bro. you can tell when a team doesn't do their due diligence on a team. You can tell, yeah, that PSG thought it was just going to be like a, you know, like, first-time team coming back into UCL after God knows how many years. It's going to be a light little one, just a little stretch in the park in it. But the way how they got moved to today, you could tell that they did not... They weren't they, expecting They, they underestimated Newcastle, fam. You know who underestimated them? I'm sorry, sir. I have to go to the manager, man. Enrique, yeah, he's one of the managers where... He likes to dominate the game. He likes to, it's my style and I'm going to win my way. You know what I mean? He's one of them managers and he's one of them, I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever see it, but these delusional sort of managers where, especially it's a lot with the Spanish managers, a lot of the Spanish managers like this, where they're like, oh, everyone has to play possession football and everyone should want the ball. And if you don't play like that, then there's something wrong. They expect everyone to play like that. I'm pretty sure, like, do you remember in the, um, I think it was the World Cup when, oh no, the Euros, sorry, when Spain went out and like, was it, I think it was like Rodri and yeah, like, uh, um, a couple of the other Spanish members and obviously Luis Enrique was a manager at the time of the Spanish um, national team and they came out, they said, they were talking about, oh, like these teams are not playing like good football, they're not playing possession football. These Spanish yeah. are arrogant. They think that everyone wants to play that, that tiki-taka or whatever style of football that doesn't even work anymore. Yeah. So yes, bruv, he was trying that shit. He got, yeah, they he got, got touched, touched, man. Bro, playing a double pivot of Ugarte and Zaire Emery only works for a couple of teams, bro. Like technically, bro, it, don't, it only works in France. It's not gonna yeah, work here, <laughs> bro. It only works for a couple of teams, yeah. But if you have got someone like Zaire Emery and Ugarte against the likes of Long Sean Long, as uh, someone whose name's Sean Longstaff, bro, bro, you need to, <laughs> bro. They should have played. Um, who they got in their in their bench again, bro? They they got one big guy in their bench, bro. Portuguese, don't you? What's his name? Coutinho. Yeah, bro. They should have played him, bro. If I'm honest. Bro, I, I can't lie. Yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know. You know what it is? Yeah, it wasn't even like the... a proper all out attack, bro. Gonzalo yeah. Ramos, Colomani, Mbappe. <laughs> like it's like they proper just underestimated these lot, innit? it? They just thought, okay, get the ball to these lot. And you know what I'm saying? Let them overload in the, in the opposition half. But... You know you, you know what it is, yeah? I understood what they're trying to do because if you watch like Newcastle games, the, 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 yeah. the, the gaps are between like the, the, the space behind, just behind the midfield and between their the centre-back and full-back. So you can see that they, you, they were trying to get um, more Mbappe in that role there to let him create chaos. But yeah. the issue is... The issue was, yeah, I don't even think the two-man midfield was an issue in per se because they still controlled, like, possession. But what was the issue was when they got hit on the counter, as we saw, with, like, yeah. two, three of the Newcastle goals today. Yeah. That's when the issue came because they didn't have the legs to, 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 um, to number one, win their duels because we were seeing how many... <laughs> Bro, I saw, you know it's yeah. I, I hear what you're saying Flipping with legs hell. in it, but you can only get legs yeah when like if you need runners in it. I'm saying Ugarte and Zemri yeah, they're not your best physical guys in it. And regardless, no, Ugarte, like, that's no, why no, I said no, 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 no. Ugarte is physical. 
Ugarte Ugarte got moved to today. Yeah, no, I know, but that's yeah. But he, he is very, he is very physical. He is very physical. He got moved to, bro. <laughs> he got moved to. every single time I saw him on the ball. I felt sorry for him, bro. I thought, bro, I even forgot how strong he actually was, bro. He's getting moved to, bro. But anyways, obviously, Marquinhos, yeah, like in the first goal, tried to swing out in it, but then yeah, I don't know what happened, bro. Isaac. Saw the opportunity, yeah. That's that's the difference between the Premier League and these other European leagues, you know. Any little mishap or any little opportunity they see, yeah, they, these men they're, they're alert, bro. They sniff it out, they grab it, and then next thing you know, you can you see three other players coming in from behind to try to get that get that goal in, in it. And then that's what happened. Almiron slotted it in, very lovely goal, I won't lie. And then, um, it moved on to the second goal, I think, where it was a uh, it was a crossing, obviously, from, I think, Trippier. Um, first shot um, deflected, obviously, it was a Donnarumma save. And then it got down to, like, the corner flank. Um, we thought that it was... People thought it was offside initially because of how, like, the ball went back to the player, in it, that it was... Um, that he tried to get possession back, in it? Hey, hey, quick comment on that, yeah. yeah. Hey, PL, Premier League, do you see that there? That's how you do things. I don't understand. Do you see that technology that they have? That the the um, do you see what they had the the two D sort of um, image thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is stopping the Premier League, the the richest league in the world, from having that? Bro, instead they want to hire these guys from North fucking England. They're it's all okay. mates, bro. They all want to fucking celebrate and help each other out, bro. It's okay. Bro, we, you, did bro, you know it yet, bro? I saw... Did you even see as well... Sorry, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. But did you see as well on BT when they were like, oh, why is it taking so long? Oh, well, if they got the decision and they knew it was that, why is it taking so long? I was like, you man are the exact... These fucking British commentators... That's what I was trying to tell you the, the first game week. These British commentators haven't got a fucking clue. Bro, they ain't what? got a clue, so bro. So we're getting on to these referees because what? Because they took their time to make sure they actually got the right decisions and they actually ended up getting the right decision. And they were still moaning even though they got the right decision. What's wrong with these... Co- Bro, that was so... I couldn't believe what I was hearing, man. Sorry, I just had to say that. That Bro, was so that 3D stupid. technology is the way forward, man. That, yeah, 3D, sorry. That was Cup. amazing. That we was beautiful. At, um, you know what I'm saying? We feel like the World Cup, Euros, like, it's proven to work, man. And obviously in football, there's obviously fine margins in it, but it doesn't take a genius... Or it, bro, a monkey could have saw fucking Diaz was on side, fam, for that um <laughs> for that goal that got um cancelled out, fam. Like it's not hard, bro. Bro, it's like we said, this is the richest league. For them to not have that sort of technology in is it's a madness. It's a it's a madness. But it's a madness. Yeah, Donosi, Dampen, he hit that crossing. No, so he didn't. He hit the header in. We thought it was a save from Donnarumma, but obviously yeah, that looked like a mad in. save for a second. It was a mad save. It looked like a good save in it, but obviously it was a goal already. It was too late for them. And then, yeah, got into um, second half, like, obviously, PSG. They were kind of, they were trying to, like, attack. They tried to still play their way to, like, attack them on all their channels. Like, you saw Mbappe create a lot from his like, from his side. And I think Dembele was just getting shot off a bit from Dan Byrne. It was, boy, it was, it was, it was, it was wonderful defending from Dan Byrne, if I'm, if I'm honest, man. Um, yeah, then it got to second half. And then, obviously, second half started. Bro, I see Ugarte just get bullied on the ball again. <laughs> Bro, just one simple cross to come in, yeah? And now I'm seeing Sean Long stuff. Bro, deep, deep, deep the goal scorers today, yeah? Daniel Byrne and Sean Longstaff scored against PSG. 
Bro, I don't know what's happened to my Champions League, man. This I, is I, I used heritage. to I, I used to I used to like watching my you know my technical my my technical my exotic ballers in the Champions League, you know what I mean? My te- my European the European names the South American ballers, but I don't know, man. It didn't feel good watching Sean Longstaff and Dan Burn score today. I'll be real. <laughs> This is English <laughs> culture, fam. This Bruh, is what I we wanted, need, man. I see this every weekend, but I wanted to see. I wanted to see Mbappe and Colomawani and Gonzalo Ramos. You know these sort of names. <laughs> I wanted them. I wanted to see them do something, bro. But uh, it's great for the English. It's great for the English clubs because Lord knows, Lord knows, we needed that after a couple of English teams disgraced us um, yesterday. But um, anyways, yeah, um, uh, it's three no now. <laughs> uh, what's his name? So what's the name? Newcastle now, isn't it? And then we see PSG get a goal. I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think it was. Uh, that was a fucking consolation, bro. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was a bad goal to be fair. It was, it was a yeah, it was a decent goal, finish. Really. Yeah, it was a decent finish. You know what I mean? And then obviously, getting into the end of the first um half time, yeah. Bro, I even turned off the channel at that point, man. I just felt so disappointed with PSG. I started watching City. <laughs> and yeah. come back, come come now, yeah, to record this episode, yeah. I see a notification. Matter of fact, you screamed it. You said, oh, Newcastle 4. I'm like, what? So then I see the highlights, yeah. Bro, I see the same Donny Ugarte again getting pulled off the ball by none other than Fabian Shaw. <laughs> and then Fabian Shaw scored an absolute worldie, if I'm honest, bro. That was... Top, top, top bins. Beautiful goal, bro. And yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know he had that in his locker. It was crazy. But yeah, it was a four-one to Newcastle at the St James's Park. Bruv, I I don't even know what I don't I don't know what to even. This this is what I mean by honestly, like with Enrique, he, he's honestly one of the managers where, and I stick to it where on his day because we've seen it in the Champions League, we've seen what he can do. And I, the style that he plays on his day, right? He's as good as any manager in the world. But it's the same stubbornness and this same predictability that's also his bane. And it's the same thing of once he's figured out, he's figured out. Like we literally saw it at Barcelona side, for example. One year they're blazing everyone and they're winning the they win the Champions League, and then the next year, you know. They nearly got knocked out by that PSG side, and then obviously Lava Romantanda happened. And then what's called? They got bopped out by Juve. They got figured out. He's one of their managers. Like, he doesn't really adapt his tactics. He doesn't really update his tactics. It's just this is how he wants to play. This is how he plays. And it works. When it works, it looks great. But when it doesn't work, you see what you just saw today. It's not the first time we've seen him get bopped like this in the Champions League. As I just said, the PSG game, the Juventus game. You know what I mean? These are just two. But this is a Newcastle, though, bro. This is this is a this is a game that's gonna go down, bro. No one expected Newcastle to go at PSG like this. That like, people thought PSG would at least hold mm. a fist on the direction. To be fair, I knew that I knew that I knew that bro, Newcastle. One thing about them is, and I've that's what I mean. This is what I always say where it's like with them, yeah. If you can't keep up with them, like running pace and um, physicality, then they will do 
damage you more time. <laughs> it took so long for you to land that. Like, I, 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 <laughs> nah, was, I, just, I, I was just trying I to think of some examples off the top nah, of my head. Like, you look at their game in the Premier League against Man City. Bro, remember I said I said Newcastle didn't even play bad. I said Newcastle did like pretty much pretty much everything right. It's just that City side, they've adapted themselves, as I said, big word, adapted themselves to become a side that can play physical and can run to can run with the best with the with these sort of high pressing energy teams too. That's yeah. that's why, you know, City can still brush these um a team like Newcastle side. You know, I think when it comes to matchups, because a lot of these games it's matchups. I remember when we won, when we won a when Chelsea won a Champions League. Sorry, um, one thing that one reason why we we won it, and this is why I said I know what I'm talking about, is because. Why did you say sorry? Huh? Why did you say sorry? No, because I said we, but obviously I don't know. You might have some. Oh people yeah, that, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you might you might have some nah, people. Nah, that, land, 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 you land, might have land. some people that obviously um listen that. You know, they don't, they don't know who we support, just in case there's any new listeners. <laughs> but um, yeah, with Chelsea, one reason why they won the cha- we won the Champions League was because we outrun our opposition. Like, it's plain and simple. Like, when we beat Real Madrid, we weren't technically better than them. We weren't, you know, we didn't have better players than them you know, or anything like that. We outran them. We outfought them. And I think that's one thing people forget sometimes in football is that it's not just about tactics and JDP and this, that. The most important thing is outrunning your opposition, outfighting your opposition. Because, like, even these people, even everyone that likes, you know, you watch Arsenal, you like, you know, your high press, City, high press. All these teams are high press. What do you think that is? That's running. Without that, what do you think all these, like, even like when teams are in possession, they're not just static. It's the movements of the ball that makes the possession systems work. So everything this game is, is running. It's running. That's why these lot clock up, like the average player probably clocks up around like eight kilometers a game. Yeah. And, you know, on with football, each player averages like three minutes on the ball. So yeah. what are you doing for the other 87? That's what wins you the games. And that's why I'm saying that's the, sim- that's the simplicity of the game. And Newcastle, right now... <laughs> They're one of the, when it comes to they're one of the best sides in the world when it comes to running. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. I I I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. So that's why I'm that's why I'm saying like I I'm not saying they're gonna I'm not saying they're gonna they can they can win it or I'm not saying that they even gonna they might not even get out of the group. But one thing that they have as an advantage and why they'll give teams a hard game is their ability to outrun the opposition. It's plain and simple as that. And you saw it today. But uh PSG were trying to do all this cute passing out the back and through vertu and all this vertical whatever football and that. Yeah, they were just getting they were just vertical getting possession. And then bro, you just got touched every single time. You got bodied every single time and Newcastle would just get the ball and then play direct and and try to take advantage of them. Yeah. So that's the sport, man. That's 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 the simplicity of football. That's simplicity at its finest. That's what Newcastle yeah. are. And I think we've said that before, innit? Newcastle are not no amazing side tactically or anything like that, but they are simplific- simplicity and the fundamentals at its optimum, pretty much. Yeah. 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 But um what are you saying then? Well obviously that was a good game. No, nah, we're not we're not, well, we're not done with that, are we? Because remember we had that we had that little question, innit? About Mr. Mbaps, Mr. Killian. Oh, oh, because oh, I'm just thinking about the timing, innit? Okay, okay, okay. That's um, fine. 
Okay. All right, cool. Say Mbappe, yeah, leaves to go Real Madrid, yeah. How how do you see that working? On yeah. a rule, how do you see that working? Let's, let's, so, it's such a, okay, so obviously it'd be, it's a mad segue. So the reason why, number one, we, we actually ask that question is because I can't lie, yeah, <laughs> we were watching the game and Mbappe don't want to be there. Bro, we were, I was I was even trying to count how many men yeah. If I was hey. Mbappe, I was trying to count how many guys I'd rate in that team. Because I can't lie, bro. The hunt, bro, the, it's thin, bro. The list is very thin. He don't want to be there, man. So that's why we got bro, to that question. And that's the thing as well, because he's 25, man. Yeah, 24, about to turn 25. French League, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll be real, man. Mbappe, as I said, the way, the way that Real Madrid are and the way they're going... Like when they get their new manager, whether it's uh, Xabi Alonso or I'm hearing names of like Deserbi, I don't think they'll get Deserbi, but I think realistically, I think it'll be Xabi Alonso, especially. No, they, they already highlight that Xabi Alonso is their next manager. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think if he goes there, he's going to look to play more of a 4 2 3 1 or 4 3 3. Yeah. So, if that's the case, well, there's only one spot on the left. And Mbappe, you can't play him up front because he's not. A great holder. He's not great at holding the ball up. He's someone that needs lots of touches on the ball, and he needs to. You look at when strikers play. More time they play with their back to goal. He needs to be facing the goal. He needs to be one v one. When you play as a, yeah. as a striker, you need to occupy both centre backs. So he's not a striker. And I think on the right wing, you cut out that angle. You make him a bit more predictable, and he doesn't. Have, he doesn't have the same angles he has to cut in and shoot, for example. So really, the only place he can play is on the left wing. But like, are you gonna? The only way it's gonna, gonna work. Sell Vinicius are you gonna sell to Vinny? If, as if he sells Vinny, yeah, that, that just wouldn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. It's an upgrade. It is an upgrade, but like, but is it a necessary? It's upgrade? not. A, it's not a necessary up. It's not a necessary the way I see upgrade. It, yeah, it's that you've already got a goal scorer in Vinicius anyway. You've exactly. Got, you're not you're not gonna get the best qualities that Mbappe has Bro, in you, comparison to Vinicius. One thing but, one thing that Vinny has over uh Mbappe, which is crucial, is his pressing. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Exactly. And he's a like, and he's a plus, better team player. Exactly. So if you want if you if 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 you were to get Mbappe into Real Madrid, the only way you can make that work is if you put him on a right. But that wouldn't work because then you're taking his clinicality away. So, if you wanted to draft him in, you'd have to take out Vinicius. Yeah. Which wouldn't make sense. To be fair, the only other way I could think of is like what um, PSG did today where he played as like a second striker type shit and then he had, uh, they had Moani out wide. But then if you do that, then yeah, you run then... the risk of having two midfielders. Do you want to have yeah, exactly. two midfielders? Do you, you want to have two midfielders when you've got Camavinga, Bellingham, Shermeni, Valverde... And like cut all these different midfielders, but you can only exactly. play two of them at once. So yeah, exactly. they're fucked. Well, you, I don't and, know, man. And the thing with like those type of players you mentioned as well is that they're high volume players. They need the minutes. Exactly. You can't play the, You can't have those players on the bench because they're gonna. They're, they're not. There's obviously because of the quality that they have. If they're not playing, it's not going to be good for them. Like exactly. they need to be able to play consistently to be able to be able to get the best games out of them. Look at Belling. Bellingham has got like nine goals and three. So eight goals and three assists in like nine yes, games. Man. Yes, man. So yeah, like if Mbappe was to ever leave PSG, which I, I I probably think it's gonna be impossible for him, you know. If he was to ever leave PSG, he'd have to go. Man, come to that Chelsea, man. No, no, no. 
he'd have to go through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh damn. Nah, he'd have to go to like a like a city. If not no, city. No, 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 he don't want to be at city. Where else is there for Bro, if we're gonna be real, bro, the only like possible direction for him is Real Madrid, but you don't want to take that game away from Vinicius. Yeah. Where else is he gonna play? I think I think if he goes to Real Madrid, I think they probably do that the four triple two. Or but then if you or do they that, might do what take, they're doing. Yeah. If you do that, you're gonna have to take. You're gonna have to sacrifice one midfielder who's get who is who they really need in terms yeah. of regular game time. The way Perez wants Mbappe, I think he's ready to sacrifice a young. I think he's ready to sac- sacrifice a young Chouameni or something for him. I'll be real, or young Valverde. <laughs> I think that's what's gonna happen. But. Yeah, we'll watch this. We'll watch that space in it. I think that was just a nice little. I think that was yeah. a nice little introduction, just to get that into people's brains to think. Because I think people always say, "Yeah, yeah, that's the obvious next move." But it's like, okay, but how does that move make sense? Because yeah. look at look at for example, I was really, I was saying the same thing with like when Sancho went to United. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, this guy's best on the left. Rashford's their star boy, and they want to get the best out of him. How's it ever gonna work? That's and then I mean. we look at where Unless we are now put- today. And then even Ole came out. Ole, even Ole came out the same to say the exact same thing I said, like no, even, a couple of weeks ago. If, like, yeah, I know. But even if you like, you wanted to bring Sancho in, like to accommodate Rashford, that was more time going to have to be like competition for Rashford anyway. I think the whole plan of like Real Madrid. I'm you don't sorry, pay seventy yeah, m's on. United. You don't spend seventy don't eighty 70... m's on competition. You don't. But I think the whole point of that was to try shift Rashford up front. No, nah, it wasn't. What? It wasn't. Ole came out himself to say, yeah, we wanted to keep Rashford on the left, but we also wanted Sancho. We knew that Sancho... He said, yeah, we want to keep Rashford on the left and he was playing well there, but we also knew that Sancho was best on the left. He literally came out and said that in an interview. So he said that and did he think that any of this was going to make sense? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These sort of signings, that don't make sense. it's the same with Mbappe. Mbappe to Real Madrid, people say... Like, people might rise up and say, what? It's... He's the biggest team of the world. This is what he wants. You know, he makes sense to go there. It does, in a way, make sense. Yes, you know, commercially and all that sort of things, and even as a player. But, like, for the team, he's not a striker. He's a wide forward. And the only yeah. way he's going to play as a wide forward is if you take Vinicius out on the left. Yeah. But... Yeah. You know, like, we'll watch the space. We'll leave the, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll see what uh where that transpires to in the future. And um yeah, we'll talk about the next game then. So <sighs> City versus Lightspeak. If I'm honest, you watch more of that, so I'm gonna let you take this space. Um Yeah, I think it was it was one of those again with Man City where it's just a usual city sort of performance where they dominate the ball. Yeah. You know, they're trying to break they're trying to break down, you know, Leipzig. They sat, Leipzig sat off a bit more today um, than what you usually see. You usually see them press high um, in the Bundesliga, but obviously, I don't think after what City did to them last year, <laughs> I don't think they wanted that again. But um, especially when they got their player now, bro, Vardyol. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. They're not gonna want exactly. to do that shit again, bro. Exactly. So yeah, it was just one of those where I think. Brother, I can't lie. Watching City today was like again, just watching like there was at times it was like watching Galactic football because it was like the way they were pinging the ball into each other. But the the way these City players and this is what I mean by a supreme coaching, 
Like the way I think with City, yeah. I think with teams like Leipzig, because they're not used to sit parking the bus here, yeah, and they're not used to sitting back, they naturally open up so the spaces to play in. So yeah. you see, it's not like the it's not like the Premier League where teams are sat all the way back into their own box against City. So you saw yeah. that sometimes there was space to like play in, and you just saw the 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 way these lot ping, bro. What I was seeing, the way these lot ping the ball into each other, but then the first touch is crisp, like. Their body angle, their body position is like mad. Well, it's army camp. It's army camp football, bro. Army you know, camp army football. Army camp football, man. yeah. Where it's like you know, in the army camp, yeah, where like what's it called? Every single soldier is in synchronization when they're, yeah. when they're marching. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying when they're marching, like they're all in synchronization. Like the, it was like the that. Fire up on their shoulder. They're walking in exact same symmetry. Like you know, them army that I'm talking about, isn't it, bro? It's exactly how it is when you watch the city. Every single. Everything is pinpoint to its accuracy. The Honestly. touch, the level of touch, the level of the pass, the um, the accuracy of the pass, the positioning of where they're meant to be. Like this is all, like you said, supreme coaching. But this is like coaching where it's been installed in their body, in their bodies. That that it, it, there's what more could you coach them for? <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because there's more that you can coach them because this guy just runs ideas like a fucking like a fucking lottery. Like it just things just come out of him, bro. <laughs> And then fucking, yeah, like, um, yeah, and then what else happened in the game? Go on, that's me. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, last week weren't really doing much, to be fair. Um, there were some impressive players on the field there from last week. I think that, um, what's his face? Um, Luke Bar- Xavi Bar- Simmons had a wonderful game. Yeah, Xavi Simmons was good. Uh, mm. Pendog obviously got a goal. That was a, that was a very good goal, so he'll get on to. But, um, yeah. yeah, they had a couple of impressive players. I think, but they're, you know, obviously they're just it's just a different ballpark when they're playing against C. I think um Foden today was Foden was on a he's a, he was amazing. Like in the, he he was in them tight spaces um centrally. But the amount of times you saw him in a half turn able to, as I said, when the way C were playing, fizz the ball into him and then spin the ball, spin on a half turn and I'm someone that's very crit, crit um I critique him a lot because He's not been. I don't think he's performed to the levels that's been expected of him. But I think today he showed that you know he can really play at that at that level. You know he had three key passes today and he created one big chance. And you could see that he was the one. He was that attacking outlet a lot of the time for City. So yeah, yeah he was very impressive. Also, he got a goal where uh, Rico. I think it was uh, Rico Lewis was on a byline. Crossed it in, and then he was like a nice little volley with his right foot, or half volley with his right foot. So he had a good take there, and I think yeah, I think he got the man of the match in the game as well. So, um, no, that's good for him, man. Yeah, that's good for him. Honestly, Foden is such a naturally gifted player, man. Incredibly naturally gifted, yeah. Naturally gifted, man. Like, I think another yeah. thing that was weird was like, <laughs> bro. I think a lot of the times you know, yeah, bro. Rico Lewis was playing like, as like, as like a cam. It was so weird. One second he's come, then the next he's like at right back. I don't know what this Pep guy. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, Pep's a madman, bro. Bro, it's like a boat. I told you, bro, this guy just spews out ideas like a lottery, bro. Like, he just does shit. Like, I feel like it's got to a point here where these players are so conditioned to the highest levels here that Pep literally just does shit just because he can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, he can go if he wanted to, bro. You can try out Harlan centre back, bro, if you really wanted to, fam. You could do a fucking Bruno Fernandez and put Alvarez. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean talk to of that. the devil, though. Yeah, Haaland, I think Haaland, there's gonna be there's gonna be conversations where he doesn't score. Like, I think again today, look, Haaland, it just chances. isn't a very good goalkeeper. Uh, fucking hell, he's just not a very good footballer, bro. If we're being nah, honest, Pep's trying to improve that, and and you're seeing him try to add new elements to his game, but like. Oh yeah, when he's not I scoring, think when, when he, he doesn't score goals, it doesn't look it doesn't look the, it doesn't look the great. It, it doesn't, doesn't look, it doesn't look nice, look man, because it just looks like it just looks like there's an extra body there, and that's the game that he's missing because he needs to build to he needs to build to evolve in it. Like remember when I told you, yeah, no, sorry, no, I didn't. Sorry, remember I didn't tell you this even that it wasn't you. So it was um basically remember when they won the Champions League, right? And then Harden asked Terry, ah, oh, um. What do you think I should do to improve my game? Serial's like you normally like receive it on your left and then turn on your right. If he's able to receive on his right and then turn on his left, Haaland is unstoppable. Bro, he takes on his left so much here that it's easy to predict how you could be able to um contain him. Yeah. Unlike someone like Alvarez, right? Bro, the goal he scored. <sighs> Bro, that's an Aguero, bro. That's a Suarez type goal, bro. Imagine yeah. getting a ball like that, yeah, and getting lift off like that. Like that's nearly impossible, you know. Nearly, <laughs> I'm dead. Bro, I love Alvarez too much. I, bro, I can't lie, bro. I love Alvarez, bro. I'm telling you, he is a cold player, bro. Yeah, cold. He's nah, cold, yeah, he bro. came on and like, got like, got came on got goal, a goal and assist. assist. Come on, man. Yeah, bro, the goal, bro. Tell me that goal wasn't like, like what the fuck, like yeah, bro, the sick I finish. I saw, yeah, because I think I was talking to my boy at the time in it. I think when the goal happened in it, and even he was just like, "What? Like, how did he do that?" Because, <laughs> bro, getting lift off here, because that type of power to have here, especially when you got a dead ball like that, yeah, is crazy, fam. And it's yeah. getting a finesse shot in as well. And then yeah, um, yeah, man, Alvarez. That's a bro. Would you say yeah that Alvarez is like a? You know what? Nah, this might be a, of an overreach in it, but I feel like Alvarez, yeah, just as a football player, might be one of the best in the prem. Oh, as a football player. To be fair, I can't lie. I think we should just stick, <laughs> stick to UCL. You know what? That's a good. Okay, that's okay, a good, okay, okay, that's okay. a good question for another day. But okay, if we're talking, okay, let, right, let's let's translate that to the UCL. In terms okay. of the UCL, um, right now, I don't think this is. I can't lie. I think with this UCL this year, I don't think it's the greatest quality of players. I don't think there's a lot of world class. I don't think there's a lot of world class players in this year's UCL. I'll be real. You think so? Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of world class players. Hmm. Like, okay. Leipzig, for example, that City just played. There's a lot of good players there, but there's not a lot of UCL. I mean, there's not yeah. a lot of you like world class players. players. Newcastle, I don't think they have one world class player. I think Bruno Bruno G is the closest to it. PSG, I think the only world class player players they have are, off the top of my head, Donnarumma. Marquinhos and Mbappe, mm. and that's PSG and Hakimi. Sorry, and Hakimi. Hakimi. Yeah, and yeah, Hakimi. Like, yeah. I was confused. <laughs> yeah, and Hakimi. Sorry, you wouldn't say 
Colomwani because he had a cold nah. last season last season. Nah, nah. I don't think so. Nah, my criteria, as I said, my criteria for world class is like, as I said, well, we'll talk about it another time, but my, my criteria for world class is a bit um, different. No, I feel like there's a bit, man. Napoli, they have Oshiman. Yeah, Oshiman, um, that's it. Kovare Shekesh, something, whatever his name is. Barcelona, yeah. they obviously have Lewandowski. That's it. Um, Pretty much for them as well. No, but I feel like it's it's kind of like the same for like how it was last year as well with the UCL. Yeah, but... Free, free very, like, nah, you, very, and I said it as well. I said I don't think the quality last year was good. I don't think the quality last year was good because, like, no offence to these teams, but you never ever see Italian... You never ever see three Italian sides get to how, as far as they did. And Inter Milan were an impressive side, but for them to get to the finals, then that's not that's not usually happening. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think... Okay, yeah. I get, okay, I get what you mean at that point. I get what you mean when you're saying that then. So, that. that's what I'm saying, like... Yeah, I guess right now you could say Alvarez is one of the best in the UCL, but I just I don't think there's a. I think right now the way football is is that a lot of them players that are in their mid twenties or late twenties like are not as good of quality as a lot of the players in their early thirties that we still have, and their mid thirties, and they're not as good as the youngers like we've got coming up right now. A lot of these players they've been very conditioned though. You gotta remember in it like I think we spoke about episode before in it all right that's coming out people but um yeah like a lot of these players like back in the day like where you used to remember like the frank lampards the stephen g's the the, the patrick Vieira's, if you want to get to the strikers like if you want to go a bit forward like the suarez the the, the gueros um if the benzmas back then that like these players only knew aggression bro they only knew how to fight like with spirit bro and that's the type of football that this generation no, but they no, like but that. they were like they were like, bro, <laughs> bro, like they were on a different level in terms of different ability. Different level, of terms, yeah, and exactly. then in terms of ability as well to a lot of what we see right now. So, like you look at, so a, would you so? What do you mean? So you're saying yeah, there mm-hmm. isn't a lot of players right now that are on the same sort of like similarities in comparison to Stevie G's and like, nah. the the. Hmm. No, nah, okay. I think you got your Vinicius's, your Bellingham's, um, you know, your Mbappe's, your Harlands. You got like Kimmich, them. Your them man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kimmich is like Kimmich is like that guy's like. <laughs> I think he's like in his late twenties, so he's 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 been there and he's done that. But I mean, like, who who's who's our Suarez? Who's like the this generation Suarez? You know what I mean? Like, where's the Robin? Where's the Bale? Where? <laughs> and you see what I mean? Yeah, I'm silent now. I'm silent now. Fair and enough. that's what I'm, this is not even me saying Ronaldo and Messi because you're not going to find another one like that. But you know, we don't have that quiet quality. And yeah. like, people might say, "Oh, but you know, a lot of the a lot of the young guys. I think some of them have the potential to reach that level." But I'm even thinking, bro, people need to remember, like, the Aguero moment was 2012. He was, like, 21 or 22, I believe, when he did that. Yeah. And we yeah, saw that yeah. season he had as well. Suarez, yeah. that same season, was, like, 23 or 24. Yeah. yeah like, who's, do you know what I mean? We There's not a lot like that. And even around that time, Suarez wasn't even, even, even like, that, top five. Even, even Lewandowski, yeah. Lewandowski, Lewandowski was, like, 23. He was, like, 23. A flipping UCL final. Exactly. 
Well, I guess the landscape of the game has changed as well. You know, there's a, it's a lot more about uh, positional play. So you they restricted the the free roaming ability of the players, and um, mm. so I guess you know Pep. I can't lie, Pep has been the best and the, the best and the worst thing to happen to football. I can't lie, but that's another <laughs> topic for another day. So yeah, next up we're gonna talk about the Napoli Real Madrid uh, Napoli Real Madrid game, which um, I think that was a, that was a yeah, it was an interesting game to say the least. I don't think. Again, quality wasn't the greatest, but one player that shone, two players that shone, Vinny, my guy, and Jude Victor Bellingham. <laughs> this guy, Jude, Brom, Brom he just man. Gets, he, I'll be hundred percent real. I was not expecting him to have the start that he had at Real Madrid. I was not. Expe- I, I, I was not expecting it. I thought he'd give them that energy and the passion and I was like, okay, he might contribute. I don't think anyone expected it, man. I was like, he might contribute to like goals here and there, but he is literally their best player right now. Doesn't that scare you a bit though? Because if you think about it, Jude Bellingham right now, I think he's the highest goal scorer right now. Yeah. Like, and he's a central midfielder. Yeah. Doesn't that scare you in terms of like, okay, like where's where's your other actual like attacking options other than Vinicius? Because they've got what guys like Rodrigo up front still. Yeah, I think uh, the problem with um, what's it called? The problem with uh, Real Madrid is that they didn't sign a striker. I know they've got Joselu, but he's not really a striker, striker. He's so not it's, Benzema level, man. Yeah, it's sort That's of. Cool. I think as I said, what what they miss with Benzema is like, is they miss that sort of player that. He can get in behind, but at the same time, he can drop in deep to help play as well and facilitate play, which allowed, it gave Vinny that sort of freedom. So now they're playing that split striker system to sort of get that out of multiple players, if you get what I mean. So that's why they, yeah, they're yeah, sort yeah. of playing that split striker system now. And obviously, not yeah. striker, signing striker didn't help. Yeah. So it's sort of like that formation unfortunately you miss out on width your width is only really coming from your fullbacks and actually he's not the type of guy to let his fullbacks just fly up like a clockwood for example so it's not yeah. the system just doesn't look the, it just doesn't look the greatest from the, right now it doesn't look the cleanest but it's not a system that we see a lot right now in modern day football but um, yeah yeah, I think Napoli as well they had some good moments I really like watching um I can never say his name, you know. Caradon. I was just going Caradona. Kovacchelia. 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 No, Kovacchelia. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Kovacchelia. Have you seen that video of him saying it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember that. He said that. I don't want to mock his name. I don't want to mock his. I'm not even trying to mock his name at all. But he's. That's how he said it. That's how he said it himself. Nah, because yeah, but people. But he says people just call him Kivi. I'm like Kivi. You know what? Kivi's good. Yes, Kivi's good. He, him, yeah. I think people have been obviously. He hasn't had the best few last few months, but that game yesterday, he was cooking cover cover jar. He was cooking, bro. Oh, he's another one I love to watch so much, man. He's he's agility and his. Ball manipulation and the way he creates separation of the wing guard is just people it's a coming joy out. To watch yeah. it. It's an art. People coming out here yeah, talking about like, oh, he hasn't scored since like last year in March. So, so what, man? This is what the game's bro, become, bro. If you genuinely enjoy just watching a player play football, you're not going to give a shit about goals and assists and everything like that. This is what no the game's become. No matter how important it is, yeah. Like, this guy is, 
is getting assists regardless. Like, why is it yeah. so deep about goals? That's what I mean, deeper. That's what they have to say. They have to say, oh, well, he hasn't scored. I'm like, okay, but look how many assists he's racked up since. Exactly. Like, look at how, how that's what, these are all these things. Look at how his, him being on the ball, you, look how much it helps Napoli because teams are so focused on him. They try to double team him. They, it, like, that's something people don't understand. If you, if you, if he's playing as a touchline winger, right? Yeah. And his opposition right back is coming close to mark him, and then the centre back is staying where he is. That creates a gap between a right back and a centre back for an opposite for his yeah. teammate to make a run into. And if his yeah. teammate can make a run into that, that's one player taken out. And then yeah. if he gets to find his teammate in that space, you know he can they can cross it into Osherman. You've seen them score goals yeah. from stuff like that. So people need to, yeah. as I say, people need to really stop this. Oh, he's not scoring. He's not just need to watch the game and see what else everything else the players doing in it. It's not all about. I know My the thing, game. Yeah. yeah, carry on. Sorry. Honestly, it's like I love high IQ players in it. Cavari yeah, he's very like, high IQ. Cavari is probably one of the best high IQ. He's probably top five in the world in terms of high IQ, bro. Like, just he's above like likes like Jude Bellingham. Um, even fucking if we put him like um, yeah, Jude Bellingham, um, Jamal Musiala probably like he's so high IQ in terms of his footballing style ability like and he doesn't always have to do that pressing you know what I mean like he's very controlled in his tempo very he controlled press, and he doesn't very necessarily have to play tempo. directly as well like you it's so hard to play against him because he's so unpredictable and that's what I love about high IQ players man because if you can't beat someone who's high IQ at his game you're gonna have yeah. a long day, man. Because this guy's always gonna think about what's next. Yeah, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a long career because as as as, as you just said, there like he's not he's not the quickest, he's not the strongest, but he's it's his it's his ball manipulation. Like he's very, yeah. I don't want to say compare him to like Messi, but the same way Messi Messi was never no no yeah no Messi's yes, not the quickest. Messi. Messi's no, not the quickest. Messi. Messi's not the quickest. He's he's like okay no I'll say Iniesta. Where they're not the quickest, they're not the strongest. Yeah, he's like he's big. He's six. He's like six foot. I think he's like six foot, and he's got like yeah. pretty long limbs. But what makes him is the ball manipulation and the the, the as you just said there the the IQ to yeah. be one step ahead and know yeah. how to make his defender dance to his will yeah. to bend yeah. to his will. So yeah, yeah he's a he's a watching him and watching him and Vinny on the same pitch was was is a, is a joy to uh, watch. It was a joy to watch yesterday. I've just got a weakness when it comes to these high IQ players, man. Like something about them, yeah. You just think, shit. Like, why didn't I think of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> bro, he'll 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 be able to find space here yeah, in front of a double team, yeah. Like, it'll be the simplest thing of like, it could be like a one-two, yeah. Like, in in terms of, like his centre mid trying to combine with a minute, and he'll he won't just like run through the middle, then man, yeah. Bro, he'll probably push it back in and cross it in, and then Osterman's in the goal. You're thinking, shit. Like, how did I think of that? You know what I'm saying? It's like, he he, he makes he makes whoever's watching him, yeah, think, oh, fuck, like, if I was in that defender's position, yeah, I'd be toasted. Just like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> But, um, qu- quick question then. So, I, I just thought of it, because I remember it was a big topic last year. Yeah, who's on. the better, who's better than uh, him or Leal? Leal. Um, I think... If you want an all-round like footballer, yeah, I would say Kavar. But if you want someone who's gonna probably give you way more in terms of goal threat, I would say 
Liao because Liao, yeah, like if you if you, if you let me land in it, yeah, Liao is he, it's it's how often, yeah, do you see a player, yeah, with long strides, yeah, play on the wing and be able to be such a goal threat on top of that as well? Like he's also like he's he's not got IQ in the same level of Kivar, Kivar in it, but essentially he can still be his man. Yeah, no, he's, he's very good at, he's very good at being his man. He's that's the most important man, thing yeah. in terms of football, isn't it? He has to be able to be his yeah, man. As a winger, like, yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna be the best in terms of looking after his body in comparison to like Kiva, because Kiva can be able to look after his body for time. Like he has Kiva doesn't miss games like that, does he? Um I'm not sure. I don't think so, no. I don't he think he doesn't so. miss games like that, man. He plays yeah. so but then in terms of Liao, like if you want height, you could trust Liao in a box. Because then he can be able to get that. Okay, he can be able to play like on the on 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 the goalposts. He's able to tap for a tap in. And if you want someone who can play on the wing to be able to beat them, beat their guy, beat their man easily, you could trust Liao for that. So I think, in terms of yeah, like like I said, like in terms of like just how much of a goal threat you want, and if you want like a sure winner in a game, then you're gonna play Liao. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So you pick Liao overall? I'd pick Liao. Fair enough. I'd pick Liao. I, that's one thing I used to always conflict me last year, man. I think, I just said, I think my reasons are pretty much the same as yours. I, it's a I think good it depends. question, you know. I think, yeah, that's what I mean. I think it depends what sort of, I think it depends what sort of team you, you are as well. If you're a Man yeah. City, if you're a Man City or an Arsenal, like one of these more possession-based teams, you take like Kibber. you take Kibber. but yeah. if you're a team Real like Madrid Real Madrid, or yeah, Munich, or let's say even what United are trying to do down low, you want a yeah. Liao. You want a Liao. <laughs> so I think it. De- I think it depends, but I think overall, I think as I said, I just appreciate. I think I just appreciate the. I love players, yeah. Where it's like, okay, I understand. Um, I understand that technicality and... No, not technicality, sorry. I understand that physicality and athleticism is a huge part of the game. I never take anything away from that. But I used... I I love players where it's like, okay, let's take away your athleticism, like that, your, 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 you know, get me out of jail card with your athleticism like and stuff like that. And let's see how good of just a footballer you are. And Kavardona is like, he's a great example of that. He's like a, you know, like in like NBA where you had like a, you had like, you have like Jokic. Yeah. He's like that. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so. Just, yeah. He's, it's he's, not anything he's physical bad. supreme. It's the brain that makes yeah, them man. them. But yeah, I think, wow, we spent a lot of time on him. But, the, <laughs> but another player we should be talking about was is Jude Victor Bellingham. Bro, something about that boy, man. Bro, that There's goal, that boy, the way he weaved in and out, and even their sister as well, but the goal specifically, the way he was weaving in and out and Napoli defence and midfield, like, bro, his this confidence, guy's his mentality. Leader, yeah. Bro, this guy's turned into a leader already, bro. It, it's crazy. It, it's, it's insane. Like, he's 20 years old, as you said, he just joined them and he's like, he just, he came and he, he wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to get along with the lads. He said, nah, like, I'm going to make this my, 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 my house. I'm going to make this, I'm going to be the big dog here and, and he's doing just that. About, like, 
This is what I mean about high IQ, high IQ players, you know, because Jude Bellingham, yeah, is like I said, he's like a prime, like high IQ player. Like he's only 20 and yet he already plays like he's like in his prime. Like, yeah, he, like you said, like the way how he danced and weaved through, through, through Real Madrid's line and even the assist there of his outside boot, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah. Jude Bellingham is a, different level man I, it's like yeah like did you expect him to no fuck that actually bro when was the last time we saw an English player yeah have this much of an impact in the biggest club in the world obviously I would have said Bale but he's not English um, if we're talking British players yeah Bale but he's not obviously he's not a thing yeah he's not English um, but I'm saying English man Bruv, I ain't seen an English player perform at that level at such a big club since maybe Wayne Rooney. I remember, like Real Madrid, they picked up the Dave, David Beckham's, the 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 um Michael Owens, the uh uh uh, St- uh McManaman. McManaman, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. Well, yeah, Bellingham, Bellingham is, he's yeah. different. You can tell as well the fans love him already because he gives you, there's not one aspect of the game he doesn't offer you. You want you want pressing, he offers you that. You want defensive work, he offers you that. You want a passer, short uh, combinations, long passing, he offers you that. Like, goals, he offers you that. Like, defending yeah, and man. attacking set pieces, he, oh, there's not a part of the game he doesn't offer you at an elite level as well. He is, hey, he might go like, bro. I don't, I don't want to say anything. No, He's no, only twenty, it, but land it, bro. You've already flown it. Land it. Oh land it. man, land it. Oh land man, it. you're gonna make me do it. I can't lie. Land it. I can't lie. I need my boy Musiala to to because I think I do think Musiala is better. But I look at you know this generation coming up. I look at him. I look at, I think one thing that separates him with the rest of the pack is right now his goal scoring ability. Like, I love someone, I love Enzo at Chelsea, for example, but Enzo, he's not clinical and he's not uh, someone like him, someone like Bellingham that's going to score. At the end of the day, we came up on the times of players like Gerrard and Lampard who, who, who they got their assists, but they also got goals too. And he's that same sort of mold, isn't it? And I yeah, always say from, and he, <laughs> Land it, bro. Jude Bellingham will be a better player than Gerard, bro. Wallahi, bro. Oh, he will be. He will be. He's only brother. He is only twenty Gerard, years old, and he's Gerard like Gerard was, doing, Gerard, Gerard was doing similar things at, at the same age. Oh, around the same age, sorry. No, but think about it, bro. Twenty years old at Real Madrid, fam. I know, I know, you know you're right, you're right, you're right. You know, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're not wrong, I'm but... Put, bro, I'm putting, I'm putting my dick on the table, bro. Jude Billing will be a better t- player than Gerard, bro. I've said it. <laughs> I'm putting my dick on the table, bro. Hey, we got that, we got that, we got that there. Me, I just, I don't remember, I just remember what Jared and Lampard, for example, were, where these men were doing it on the, bro, these that were doing it against the biggest, the biggest teams, and they were... You know, they were getting like 20 goals a season. Obviously, Bellingham's already like halfway there for this season, but... This is what I'm I saying, think, I think I think if we just talk about this generation, he can, it, the, if he carries on the way he's going, like, what else can you ask for from a midfielder? Jude what else Bellingham can you actually ask is, for? 
eating up his opponents right now. I think bro. I think maybe I think the only thing he needs to add is that that I just thought about when it came to Jordan Lampard. He needs to add that long shot um element to his game. And, and if he, he adds that, if he adds that, and he can do that, like Shuremeni does, for example, yeah, bro, you're looking will, at the best bro. midfielder in the world. You're if he adds that, you're looking at the best bit. You probably already like nearly are, to be honest. It's crazy. It's crazy. Best midfielder in the world. No, I said you will okay, be yeah. looking at you will. No, be you will be. At. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, no, yeah, man. I'm going to yeah. table, bro. It's going to be a better player than Charlotte, bro. I promise you. And that, the long, and the long passing. He needs to add that. Um, he needs to add that. All as well. he needs to do, yeah, is by the time he's thirty, don't even think about coming to Premier. Don't even think about I'm any United dead. team. Don't think about nothing like that. Just he needs to finish his career at Real Madrid, fam. That's it. <laughs> Bro, once you're at that point, yeah, there's nothing else for you, realistically. Yeah, I mean, you if you want... to to... Yeah, go on. No, I said, if he wants to win, like, the Ballon d'Ors and that, that you're the best place to be at is at Real Madrid. Literally, bro. And he's at, he's right. at, he's at level. He, he, he will be that level. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's actually crazy. Just, like, this guy's trajectory, like... His trajectory is mad, bro. It's bro. Mad. At 19, yeah, he's been the best player at Dortmund for like two years, bro. Like at 19, 18, something stupid like that. And now he's looking at the best player at Real Madrid at 20 years old, bro. And it's crazy because as you said that, like, you had, I thought he was going to need some time to like bed in because I was like, okay, I remember when Schermeni went there last season. You know, yeah. we know how good Schermeni is and how good Camavinga are, bro. They needed like, a season each to 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 embed themselves in. This guy just yeah. came in straight away and was rocking it, bro. He's so comfortable in that middle of the park as well, bro. Like it looks like he's already connected to these guys, and it's only been like what, like fucking like two months. Two months. He man. demands so much. On, he demands he, so yeah, much. On he the took pitch. he took Zidane's number for a reason, and Zidane's inspiration for a reason. Bro, he is... Birmingham City, the Birmingham City. Retired his number two, 22 shirt. <laughs> like, bro, bro, there's a reason, bro. People laughed at Birmingham City for doing that, fam. And now look. That's <laughs> yeah, incredible, no man. Cap, man. But yeah, that's a good um, a good victory for Real Madrid, obviously. We expect them to get out of the group stages. Anyways, so... Um, yeah, man, as I said, I think right now we're just figuring out certain teams in the, in the group stages, feeling them out, seeing... Who can potentially compete and what sort of styles are they looking to play at? So, yeah, it's good, man. And as I said, there's a nice little talk about certain players there. Oh, I wanted to talk about Oshiman, but we haven't really got time. Um, I just want to say, yeah, I'll say quick on Oshiman, but I don't care if he yeah, didn't yeah. score. That performance to be to come up against a monster like Rudiger like that, that watching them two duel was mad, and he was still breaking his neck to get into the box. Oshiman's a monster, bro. He's Victor. a monster. He's a monster. Hey. I saw some of the highlights in it. And I was He's like, a beast. Damn. This guy's a, a beast. monster, bro. He's a beast. Bro, the way uh, he was running it behind easy, like, bro, it was a proper fist fight between. I thought a couple of times him and Rudiger were going to proper fist I thought out. they were going to fight. I thought they were literally <laughs> going to fight. And to both. Rudiger, yeah, there's not really much strikers I get, like, the better of him either. And I'm not saying Osherman uh, got the better strike, better of him because he, yeah, I think it was a stalemate. But the fact that he was even fighting back and forth with him. Yeah. If you could do that against Rudiger, <laughs> you could do that against pretty much any... You're, you're fine against any, any pretty much any centre-back. Crazy. 
But um, yeah, we'll just do finally. We'll talk finally about um, your club draw, Arsenal. I can't lie. As I said, I didn't. I, I was watching. Um, I think I was watching the Real Madrid game at the time, so I didn't watch that one. Let the people know, Joel, what happened, please? Because all I saw was I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like easy pickings for Arsenal." They're playing 15th place in front, um, so I thought. Yeah. So yeah, Joel, no, explain what happened in the next week. Easily our worst performance, bro, of the whole season, bro. I haven't seen us play this bad since City, bro. Like, this was... That whole performance was embarrassing. It was toothless. It was so toothless. Like, it's like as soon as Saka came off injured, it's like we all just, just like, just turned stale. And it it really just makes you realise, yeah. It, Saka coming off here is almost like a wake-up call, isn't it? Because then when... You haven't got Saka on yet. You really have no goal for it in front, you know. Because Gab- Gabby J, obviously, that was an assist from Saka, innit? But then, when you take when Saka's off now, bro, he's, it's like Gabby J, it's like, it's, like, it's like he doesn't know how to create for himself anymore. It's like, obviously, Fabio Vieira, like, he tried to adapt, I guess, but then nothing really came out. But obviously, I'll start from, like, when um, um, Gabby J scored. So, obviously, yeah, Saka assist. Um, Gabby J ran through. It was a good finish. Bottom corner, you know, expected. And then, yeah, like, Saka got, felt a bit of discomfort. He had to come off. It's a bit that it's a bit sad, I won't lie, man, because he is getting a lot of minutes, man. Um, and, yeah. Um, yeah, then, what's it called? Um, we saw some stupid, 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 stupid defending from Arsenal. Like, I won't lie. Raya tried to clear out a ball, tried to say it to... Um, I think it was Zinchenko, but we got dispossessed quickly, and then obviously was conceded from that. It was honestly, it was just the maddest capitulation I've seen properly, bro. Like, it's not even like anything you could do with like Gabriel Saliba because that was just a chance where we should have at least like held it down. Um, and then yeah, like going to the second half here, it was just even more toothless, man. Like, it just looked like we had nothing for them. Havertz. Gabby J, like it was the most toothless performance I've seen this season, man. And then obviously we get we get we get played on against the runner play, then we just see why he just scored an absolute wonderful. Why he is an amazing finisher, like this guy is a brilliant finisher. It's too bad he's a prick of a person and he's a disgusting human being. Yeah. But yeah, as a footballer, I guess if I just talk about the football, he is <laughs> he he's got the potential to be one of the best the leading strikers of his generation, man. Like I think that Lon's move was so smart for him because obviously, you know, he had a, he could have came to Chelsea, but you know, where we are right now it wouldn't be the best for him and we were planning to ship him back to Strasbourg anyway. So him making that move to Lons you know, you spend a nice couple of years. I know they're not, they're not, they're doing awfully right now in the French league, but you develop there and you, as long as the striker, as long as you're still scoring goals, that's the most, um, that's one of the most important things. And he'll get that big move, man. Cause that guy, of his Lons. age group, of his age yeah, yeah. group, he is one of the best. Like he, I think if he under 21 strikers in the world, he might be like a top five, maybe even no, top three finisher. No, he is. He is. He is. Amazing. Expected goals. Plus, yeah, he's top five. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't even know expected that. Yeah. goals. Sorry, he's top five. I think he's. 
I think he's just above Gift um Gift Auburn. Yeah. So in terms of the year, like under twenty one strikers, he's he's up there, man. Like he's yeah. got he's very, very promising. Um yeah. but yeah, like the whole this whole Lons team, they just they they just they just gave it to Arsenal really, like they just played at them man and obviously we can say a lot about Havertz man but he just really didn't look like he was in his depth this whole game. He's just shit, man. Let's just, let's just, let's not even like, I can't lie, yeah. Every week, Havertz, Havertz, he's just shit, man. I've been, I'm sorry. I've been trying, I've tried to tell you, I tried to tell you, Arsenal fans, like, bro, I tried, to, remember when I was saying, bro, this guy is not good at like anything. He's just shit. <laughs> Like, excuse my French, innit? I don't, you know what I mean? But he's just, he's just, he's just, he's just, bro. When, when it was said as well, with oh, Chelsea fans, oh, like, you lot just misprofiled him. All right, Joel, tell me what his position, tell me what his position is. Because it took bro. me, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you after three years. So you tell me where his position is, because we got it wrong. Us Chelsea fans, we got it wrong. Us Chelsea fans, we didn't know how to use Havertz. We didn't know how to unlock him. Joel, what's his position? I can tell you for free, it's definitely not on the left-hand side. I think it's Chelsea. A... I think Chelsea did. Obviously, Chelsea got the position thing. Like it's he's naturally. Like I think not. I don't know what to say. I don't know whether to say naturally or like like potentially. I don't know what to say. But like the way how it looks, he should be a centre forward. But you can't play a centre forward because he's he's really not goal threatening like that. And then obviously you saw how like you played a little you saw most of his heat map was across that right hand ah. side and like it's, it's, you're not gonna get that either. So uh, I, 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 bro, I just think yeah This guy laughed you yeah. can never you know you can you know, you know how scary that is. No, we need to clip. I won't lie. No, 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 no. Well, lie, bro. We need to clip that, bro. A man, a man laughed and said, <sighs> "Bro, I'll be real. Yeah, you lot need to hold that, man. You lot need to, yeah. I say you to hold that. You lot need to oh. hold that, bro. I'll be real. Just, just enjoy it, man. But no, okay. I have a serious question though. So with Arsenal, um. We see. I'm gonna go more off last year. You, you you seem to know how to perform in the league. Why is it in Europe you don't look like some any team? <laughs> like I'm I'm not trying to take. The, I'm genuinely not trying to take the piss of it because Europa League you lot couldn't win that, even when you like you should have. Obviously, we're not gonna talk about, talk about last time you were Champions League because that was a whole different team. But, like, we've seen with this sort of new team and with Arteta, you've had two stints in the Europa League that were shambolic. And now, you beat PSV in the first game. But this game against Lons, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to hear, like, oh, yeah, but they finished second year in the French League. But I don't want to hear any of that. Like, you come look at your two teams compared. You should be, especially for Newcastle beating PSG 4-1. Like, I don't think there's a lot to ask for to say to, uh, to, to Arsenal that you should be beating Lons, if you know what I mean. So, like, what is it about Europe that you lot just ca- capitulate, if that's even a word, and just... Capitulate. Catch, cap- that's the one. 
Like, what, what is it about? What, what's going on? Like, I'm genuinely asking. I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to take the piss. Bro, honestly, bro. I wish I knew, bro. I wish I knew, bro. Is it like, because, okay, so for example, I'll give you a good example. So Barcelona, for example, they have their league cracked. So last season, you looked in the league. They weren't conceding goals. They knew, they had the formula, right, for that league. And because it was, it was, they were coming against teams more time that were sitting off against them and they knew how to deal with that. Do you think that maybe it's the same with like Arsenal where you know what you're expecting more time in the Premier League and teams aren't coming at you like that? Whereas, whereas um, in Europe, it's completely different. It's different styles, it's different matchups, it's different sort of tactics. So do you think that it's one of those where you don't know how to handle with that? And because teams are actually not scared to like press you uh, consistently in like these sort of uh, Champions League and there's more quality to uh, cause damage to you, do you think that's like the reason? Do you think like maybe it could be things like that? I think it's a number of things, man. I think... Mainly, my thing is, I believe it's a theory. I believe that Arsenal might just have a bit more arrogance than emotional side to them. Like this right. Arsenal team, especially because you're playing Arsenal's, right? Obviously, you're gonna play your best team. Obviously, you're not gonna um, as you should. You're not, yeah. gonna, you're not gonna, you know, what I'm saying like underestimate them in it. But I think this did the, the tactic where we obviously have Zinchenko as our probably our most technical player playing on playing in the middle of the park and then you kind of leave that space out with Gabriel having to cover for that left-hand side, which isn't going to help a lot because then when you leave Gabriel in that like solo position, you're going to get punished. And obviously, Lons was doing that a lot of the time. They were just punishing us for that left-hand side. And obviously, right. you can't ask Saliba to like... Saliba is as good as he is, but you can't ask him to cover that much ground, especially either. So then... There's only so much you can do. Like I think tactically, it's very, it's not, it's not very easy to like just say, okay, we could break this team down because we're actually very press resistant now. We've become a lot more press resistant in it. Yeah, but it's a thing of like in Europe, you're gonna have a lot more faster players in it. Regardless, I don't think it's. As, I don't think it's really fast. I think it's just more intelligent, much more like intelligent clinical players. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna have a lot more intelligent players. Like in the Premier League, you're so used to players just like sitting on a low block, just trying to like take up as much heat as you can before you try and like counter up. Like like when you play against the likes of like I don't know like Wolves or or, or Crystal Palace or you know you know what I'm saying it like the Burnleys, the Sheffields and that. So. When you play like teams like Lons, like you have to be able to accommodate for sometimes where like these players they might not want to just sit back all the time. They might actually just want to play out. And Lons, they did sit back a bit, but they knew how to press. They knew how to counter us like when they needed to, and they always countered us on that left hand side when Zinchenko would leave that place space free. Right. So I think the question is. It's obviously what is the problem with Arsenal in Europe. I think the problem with Arsenal in Europe is the fact that one, like, we haven't got like the players that you would say is okay. They're like proper like European Europe experience in it because a lot of them is like cool. Like you've got Gabriel Jesus and Chenko who obviously came from C, but then like when you play like I don't know when you play like um what's his name when you play like Saliba. 
Gabriel, Raya, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like Erdogan a bit, man, like, they're not like Champions League, like proper players right now. So I think it's just a thing of like for them, they need to get used to it more. They need to understand the base of it. Rice, especially. Rice has only come from Conference League football last season. And not to take away his game yesterday, he was very, very good yesterday. But Rice as well, like, this is his first season as a Champions League player as well. Yeah, but don't you think that's a bit unfair to say? Because it's just like, you know, look at, yeah, look at the Newcastle. Newcastle as yeah. Well. yeah, I understand that. Yeah, with Newcastle as well. It's just the thing is, as well, is that Newcastle played a team who were. Just as arrogant, you get. With no, guns, they knew who they were facing. Come on. No, but it was very easy for come it was easy on, for Newcastle bro. to play against PSG. Was come it not? No, 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 no. Was it not? No, because they set up, they set themselves up tactically correctly, and they came PSG. with the right ethos. No, no, no. PSG. Newcastle came. I'm Newcastle. not talking about Newcastle. I'm talking about PSG. Yeah, but bro, PSG they beat. Dortmund tried doing the same thing, and Dortmund are experienced uh, Champions League side, and they 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 cast Dortmund away. Yeah. So it's one of those where it's like, I don't think I at the end of the day they're a big club in it, and when you're the bigger club, you're gonna try impose your style regardless of opposition. Yes, there's a naivety there, as we said. And yes, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong, badly wrong, unfortunately, with these type of managers. But we, but they bank on it to go right because most of the time it does go right for them. Mm. So I don't think, I don't know. They, you can't compare. <laughs> I just deeped it. You can't what? compare. You can't compare Newcastle playing PSG to you lot playing Lons. You can't, you can't. Nah, nah, nah. No, nah, how? <laughs> what do you mean how? PSG, Bro. Mbappe, Mouani, uh, yeah. Dembele, Hakimi, yeah. Marquinhos. These lot are players that know the Champions League as well. Donnarumma. These yes, are they big know the time. Champions Hernandez. These are big time Premier um, Champions League players, sorry. Like, yes, but let's look at this Arsenal team, bro. How many of these men, yeah, apart from your Havertz's, like, can you say, yeah, are big-time Champions League players? Zinchenko? Come in. Zin- yeah, Zinchenko, Gabriel Jesus, who else? Zinchenko. Right, last season was only in Conference League. Saka, this is his first time playing in this Champions League. Um, Trossard, first time in him playing Champions League. Raya, Saliba, Gabriel. Bro, okay, how many times? Okay, how, how, many, how many of them Newcastle players? But, uh, how many of the Newcastle players yeah. are Champions League? <laughs> no, I get what you're saying at that point. I get what you're saying with that as well, isn't it? But, I'm but that's what I'm trying to say. A lot of these... Yeah, but this one, my thing is yeah, with these Arsenal players, yeah, they're very emotional, isn't it? That's one thing about them. They're very emotional. Like, yeah. sometimes when you can't... Sometimes when you can't play your normal style, like, sometimes when you're not used to a certain team pressing against you, you're going to capitulate. Right. And obviously, they attacked us a lot on that left-hand side. Right. So, really, like, all I'm saying is, yeah, I don't think it's good to put down Arsenal too much, when I think... I'm not trying to... I'm, I'm genuinely not, because at the end of the day, you're, you're still going to progress from your group, yeah, unless yeah, something yeah. goes horribly wrong. But I'm just trying yeah. to see, like, with a performance like that, you can't expect to... You can't say that you're going to, like... You can't expect to go... If, if, if you do that, like... You can't expect to go further in the quarterfinals. 
No, you can't. I you, mean, bro, you can't. No, you you can't. You can't. You cannot. I mean, you cannot. No, no. Champions, there's no. I mean, Champions League is a it's a thing of stories, man. Look, oh, sometimes man. you get a lot of underdogs, man. No, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying anything crazy. You know, I'm saying Arsenal definitely have the team to get to quarterfinals. Yeah, but they I'm just, definitely do. Yeah, you do. But I'm In saying terms of like raw quality, they do. Yeah, you but do. Obviously, it's just sometimes you're gonna get games like these. Yeah, but if you if you're, you're talking if you're talking about emotional, your players are emotional, and like when things aren't going away, they don't know what to do. Type shit. Yeah. Then, how do you expect to go further than a quarter? If you come up against a Bayern Munich, who they're experienced in this in this Champions League, of Real Madrid, let's say you get one of these teams, how do you expect to go further than um, one of them? If you know when things aren't going your way, you're gonna bet they're gonna behave like they did in the game yesterday against Lons. Arsenal are very. Let's not bro, let's not forget tough. that this is the same side as well that you know you got knocked out by Sporting last year, who are a side yeah, that don't but, even get past the round of sixteen. Sometimes they don't even get out of the group stages. No, yeah, yeah, of course. But even with that Sporting fam, even, when I remember that game here, fam, we conceded to a, a half time like so a goal from literally the halfway point, bro. Score fam, two on the other I, end. Bro, after that game, we was playing, bro, we couldn't attack anymore, bro. We took, bro, we were playing Vieira. What do you mean, why not, bro? We just couldn't. Why not? We just couldn't. We why just not? couldn't. If City were why put not? in that same situation, if City were put in that same situation, you think they're losing? we're not City. But Arsenal is not City. Okay. I'm, so, uh, how do you tell me, yeah, if I'm crazy for me saying that, trying to compare, what's it called, Arsenal to, 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 to what's it called, PSG, when I'm losing even trying to do it in the first place, for you to then say if that was City, bro, City wouldn't even be in the Europe League in the first place. Let I know, but what I'm trying to say is if you're a top side, if you're a top, okay, if you're a top side, yeah, are you not able to overturn against Sporting Lisbon? <laughs> you're starting agendas. Like, I'm not doing the agendas. Oh my days. Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Look, I think, yeah, it's. I think I think it's just a thing of like these players obviously they need um they they they, they need a lot of these a lot of this game time in order for them to like proper like play out like obviously Europe it's a very touchy subject when it comes to the club Arsenal like okay. sometimes you have your moments where you get to a final sometimes you, have, <clears throat> you just clip out in a round of 16 it is a weird subject of Arsenal what about the manager do you think that he's going to do you think he's at the level? Because obviously, as as we said, you know, he got knocked out of two European European League um, latter stages. Do you think he's of the level to? Do you think he'll be the man to carry you lot there? Because I can't lie, I look at your team and other than really a striker and like a midfielder, there's not really much else you can do in a sense of that to that team. So it's like he's got he's pretty know. much got everything you wanted. Yeah. So it's like I think other than age, you can ask for you know, you'd rather have a twenty four year old Saka than a twenty one year old Saka, for example. And mm-hmm. you know, same with Martinelli and you'd rather have a you know, a twenty five year old Saliba, for example, than a was he twenty two now or whatever? Twenty two, yeah. Yeah, you'd rather have that. 
So other than that, like, what else is it, like, what else is he missing? Like to say, you know, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I think, yeah, like you said, striker needs a midfielder. I can't lie, actually. Now you don't deserve Havertz, man. You got to hold Havertz for at least two years. At least two years. For the amount you paid for him, you have to give him at least two years. Yeah, man. Yeah, sixty-five million is crazy. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah, especially when you've seen, especially when you've seen, bro. You literally have guys like, what's his name, McAllister, that just walked away for free from. You got guys like fucking, even if you wanted to try it, bro. Like, you got guys like, oh, he's a cool man. Like, even like, even looking at Shabby Simmons as well, man. Something like that. King Kai. <laughs> <sighs> But, but uh, yeah, that's if really... you're asking me where oh, Arsenal Ars- could take Arsenal, I don't know. I don't know. Fair if enough, man. Know. Fair enough, man. All right, then let's quickly talk about what else happened around the park. Uh, give us, give us. We talked uh, about all the English clubs. Obviously, United lost, but as we said, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, we already talked about that on the on the other pod. Uh, this 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 Champions League, this Champions League, um. Two days has been a bit of shit. I won't lie, man. Yeah. Like, Dortmund drew. Milan only won like one nil. Yeah, Dortmund drew nil nil. Yeah, with um, Milan. Yeah, who else? Atletico Madrid won three two. Yeah, that that apparently was a very jam packed game. Um, Barcelona won one nil, but that that dog Rodri, <laughs> what's his name, Gavi got got sent off. <laughs> um. Yeah, they only won one nil though, but. Yeah, it was a bit dry, man. Yeah, I wouldn't lie. It, like, it was only these games I was really. It's not like. quite it Premier like, League, is it? Yeah, and then United. Um, yeah, but don't worry, that's all in the episode coming soon, guys. <laughs> <laughs> man, you, man, you. Well, um, <laughs> oh, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think that's all right. Then I think that's all right. I think we've pretty much covered everything. Then we've gone in depth about players and that as well. Um, yeah, do you want to sign it off, Joel? I'll let you sign it off. Mm. I was going to ask you quickly, quickly, quickly. Just oh, one, okay. one answer. Yeah, one quick answer. Mm-hmm. Who is your player? Who is your player of the week? Oh, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Okay, fucking hell. Good. I was not expecting that. Um, off the top <laughs> of my head, that's a hard one. That is a difficult one. You know, you actually got me there. Um. I think I'm gonna give it to. I think I'm gonna give it to. Uh, Be- I think I'll give it to Bellingham. Yeah. It was only one answer anyway. <laughs> nah, nah, because <laughs> Foden was good today. Uh, Morata got a brace. Um, what's it called? Oblak had a good game as well. Oblak made yeah. like seven Anderson saves. Sanchez got like two assists. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> so you can give it to Davison Sanchez as well, blood. Yeah, but he wasn't. Um, very, yeah, he wasn't great defensively, bro. Alvarez got a goal and an assist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, I'll give us a Bellingham just because it's Bellingham, man. Yeah, I think I think that was just a com- yeah complete midfield performance. We'll give it to Bellingham. Mm. 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 Bellingham. Okay, then what about your? Alright, then what about your manager of the week? Manager of the week. Um, who's RC Lons' manager? <laughs> Fuck, I'm giving it to him. Uh, yeah, I gotta give it to Eddie Howe. Um, after that demolish, that demolition derby, that 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 demolition job, bro, bro, that heist he just pulled off 
against against. Actually, fuck it. I'm giving it to you. Give it to Eddie Howe. Yeah. I'm to Jason Tindall. <laughs> <laughs> oh Kyle, bro. my days. Bro, that guy was. Oh, bro, that guy was celebrating more than Eddie Howe, bro. <laughs> I'm dead. Bro. Fair enough, man. I still need to know what that guy does. I still need to know what he wants <laughs> because I don't know why this guy is so close up and personal when like Bro, bro. your class was a glitch, bro. Bro, they got two managers, bro. They're the only team in football to have two managers. Honestly, man. Honestly. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. But yeah, I think I'll let you sign off then. I'll let you sign off. Alright then. Honestly. Um make sure you follow the podcast on all um, streaming services not sorry not all sorry on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts obviously follow the uh, social media platforms at Rivals on their pod on um, Instagram Twitter TikTok loads of content coming out um, obviously follow us on our so- on our on our social accounts and then we've got me Joel UWE underscore at on uh, Instagram Twitter TikTok same shit and Yan yeah, mine is just um at Jan Honcho on um all on all f- um social media social platform. medias. Yeah, I'm <laughs> getting tired, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, man. This is a graveyard shifts, man. Graveyard shift, man. Yes, boys and girls. This has been your boys, Jerome and Yan, on Champion Spotlight episode, and yeah, I hope to see you guys again soon.